The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We know that seniors' homes can be particularly vulnerable during this COVID 19 pandemic. We've seen a number of deaths at a home in BC. And just yesterday, Alberta recorded its first death in a continuing care facility in Calgary. The woman was 80. She developed symptoms on Sunday on Sunday and passed away on Monday. One staff member and two other residents have tested positive. Eleven others are showing symptoms. Now, the Alberta Seniors Communities and Housing Society is watching this all very closely and working closely with its members in the province during this pandemic. Irene Martin-Lindsay is the executive director. She joins us now. Irene, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, no worries at all. Tell us about uh, the society and the, and the work that you do. Well, we represent the providers of um, a seniors living, both independent and, and, and um, uh, you know, supportive living. And it's kind of complicated because we do, you know, everything up to long-term care. Um, and there's a whole lot of variations within that. Um, but during, yeah, that's okay. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I didn't ask anything. That's, oh, that's all right. So that's okay. So, um, Irene, we, we've had uh, a death in an Alberta uh, seniors facility now. Others are infected. It is pretty much the, the worst-case scenario in, in a situation like this or one of them. Um, what's going on in your mind and at the Society when you heard that news yesterday? Well, we were very sad by the news. I mean, I can only imagine what everyone at the site and, of course, most importantly, what the family and everyone is going through. Um, we've been working, like, you know, all of our members have been working vigilantly to really protect the health and safety of the residents, families, the employees, the volunteers, and, of course, the uh, health care providers that come in as well during this time. And uh, this kind of, an, you know, an episode is worst-case scenario. And we, we are, we're really calling on the public to do everything they can to help us keep COVID-19 out of our communities. Um, uh, we've we've had a lot of uh, stress from families that want to go in and, and see their loved ones, um, but we know that um, it's it's a very scary time for them. Uh, the one the very first episode in Quebec was a son visiting his you know mother in a in a you know seniors home. So we know this isn't easy, but we 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 don't know how you know how else to keep a very vulnerable pop. pop population safe. So, Irene, tell me about the lines of communication between the society that, that you're with, the province, and the homes. How is that working? Are you in regular communication with the province? What does that look like? What does that sound like right now? So, we're in daily calls with the Seniors and Housing you know, Ministry and in daily contact with Alberta Health Services and Alberta Health, and we've been working together to try to get some consistent support and messaging to everyone with the right guidelines with the right essential visitor protocols and all of those pieces. Um, uh, right now, we're, we're struggling a bit with getting all the right PPEs before folks run out. We're working on those types of pieces uh, because we all, you know, the, the, the need is at very high levels. So both the government and Alberta Health Services are working with us on all of those pieces. 
the province has put some pretty strict rules in place when it comes to protocol and visitors and to seniors facilities you you touched you touched on that do you think is it is it enough at this point should there be more and i know it's difficult given the fact that you know we want to see our seniors we want to see our, our moms and our dads and our grandparents and it and it helps them as well it helps everyone when you can spend some time together and 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 be face to face but we can't do it right now you know a number of our members have gone above and beyond the minimum, uh, you know, guidelines recommended by government and Alberta Health Services, and and they are getting a kickback for them. But we actually believe the rules need to be that strict right now in order that we don't have uh, so that we don't have more deaths to be to that frank um we we know we've got our members that are setting up loved ones on facetime and on facebook mm-hmm. on on whatever technology we can find so uh, uh they're spending a lot of time trying to connect families with their loved ones in all the ways we have um so i think we need to be creative and really understanding because one 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 episode can spread so fast Absolutely. So what are you telling uh, people who have loved ones in seniors' homes right now? Stay away. Stay away. Stay away. As we know it's be, not easy, but, but stay away. You know, this was this was interesting, Irene. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and I'm going to talk to her coming up here. And um, her mom has been in a senior facility for a very long time, and they've been waiting to get her moved to one closer to where they live. And that... They got the phone call yesterday saying, hey, great news. We can, your mom can move to this new facility, but you have to do it and have to do the the transfer and pack everything all up. And my friend was very concerned about that because she said, well, what about, you know, infection possibility, that sort of thing. And when she was told that she wasn't comfortable doing that, um, they were told that they were bumped to the back of the waiting list to have mom moved again you know when when things maybe settle down and it, it just seems that and, and I know you know I didn't talk to you about this beforehand about this case or anything like that and I just I thought that was a strange way of handling it saying that you have to I'm surprised that they're doing transfers at all right now well I can't speak for you know for AHS and that's particular in that particular instance but I know that when when you look at the there there are more I think there's only about uh, about 8,000 acute care spaces in the province and there's uh, uh, I think it's 27,000 continuing care spaces including mm-hmm. long-term care and designated supportive living we've been advised that we we need to accept transfers we need to keep that going or our acute care will be full of people that can't that you know in in this situation, right? So extra screening has been put in place. Continuing care is a priority for, um, uh, you know, for COVID-19 testing. Um, we are imploring that that should also include staff and all levels of staff, um, um, health professionals and housekeeping and, um, and the um, food service teams. Because if they do the screening, we believe they can successfully transfer if they follow all the protocols that have been put in place. 
Interesting. Okay. Irene, is there anything else that you want folks to know about um, the, the, the seniors community housing situation in the province right now as we deal with COVID-19? Well, and I, I just think that we want to send some assurance out there that um, the people that work in the sector are the most caring people and they are really, really doing everything that they can to be very vigilant to keep the people safe um, and, and, and even doing some hiring and screening and making sure at the same time because they have, have their own staffing challenges. But our number one priority is for those we serve. All right, and just wanted to cycle back to something that you had mentioned earlier about the uh, personal protective equipment. Do we have enough right now for um, those working in seniors' homes, or is more needed? More is needed, absolutely. Um, and I know okay. there is, and you know, there is an ordering system that's being put in place, and you know, both government and Alberta Health Services have been working hard to try to support that. It's 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 really about how do we prioritize where they all go first. So uh, we're, we're very hopeful that um, we continue to be on that list and that, you know, home care continues to deliver service and we continue to get all of the, all, all of the personal protective equipment that we need. Irene Martin-Lindsay joining me this afternoon. Thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. Thanks so much.